Hello, and welcome to Game Brain, a board game podcast about our board game group. I'm Ben Mandelker. Joining me today, the one and only, the incomparable, the irreplaceable, the undeniable, Paul Satachit. Hey, Paul. Oh, wow. That's that's quite the introduction. Undeniable. Undeniable. That, that, you are undeniable. Well, well thank you, Ben. I, 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 I will take a compliment. I'll take it at face value as a compliment. As a compliment, <laughs> by the way. It could go the other way around. How's it going, Paul? How, how are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing pretty okay. Pretty okay. Uh, this is a, kind of a last minute thing, but there would happen to be a, a window and we are podcasting. And I think that's great. Speaks to our uh, spontaneity and our yeah. ability to just roll with it. I wish sometimes getting a board game played could be as easy as you're like, <laughs> you want a podcast right now? But it's also a lot less work just to sit on a, on a microphone and talk. I can see that. I can I agree. Agree. Totally agree. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for agreeing with me. Um, yeah, we're doing this. I'm going to New York tomorrow, which is going to be super fun. Tom is going to Alaska for something. Trey is going to like a game thing. Uh, Matt's got work. It's everything's everyone's going in different directions. Yeah, and I got a funeral to go to. You got a funeral to go so, to. That's great. Yeah. Um, I just ate a waffle. So there's oh my that. God, your waffle pocket. I'm in the waffle pocket. I'm not in the coffee pocket. I'm in the waffle pocket. Yeah. I'm in a sugar pocket, like a very strong sugar pocket right now. Like I am in the afterglow of a fancy meal yesterday. Yeah. And, and that was a good fancy meal. I'm in that afterglow too. It's almost like we went to a fancy meal together. Om- you know what? Did they see you there? Yeah. And I think I bet Dimitri is also in the afterglow too. Yeah. yeah uh, the two of us, uh, the three of us, and also my friend Jessica, we went to a wonderful dinner last night. And, um, 12th uh, anniversary of your... Uh, 12th anniversary of Watcher Crappens, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. It uh, has nothing to do with board games with this, so <laughs> I don't think anyone really cares about our dinner but or my waffle. But uh, what I do want to do is talk about some recent gameplays because it's a board game podcast, and we don't have any big review today. We're just going to talk about some games we played recently mm-hmm. and talk about some experiences, some gaming experiences, as is, as is our we right want to, to do. do. <laughs> our want to do, things that we like to do. Um one thing that I want, I was going to ask you, like, is there anything you've played recently that you like? But I actually, I just kind of want to, I want to start it. You, you go, you go, you, you go, you go. <laughs> I want to give you the illusion of participation. Mm-hmm. Here, here, I'll give you, I'll give you my, uh, last Friday, I walked in on a game of Mosaic. It was like, uh, it was at Tom's game night. Uh, it was Tom, Trey, Dimitri, Chris Bussey, uh, Ethan, who I don't think anyone knows. And I'm missing someone already. Uh, James. Oh, uh, uh and I was going like I was looking at it. I was going like, man, I'm glad I'm not playing this long <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a six-player version of Mosaic. You know, Mosaic's an interesting one in that the first time I played it, I thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Second time I played it, I was like, this is fun. I don't know if I want to play it again. It was so weird. Isn't that weird when a game does that? It, it is. Like you know, I actually like Mosaic, but like it's one of those things where I go, I like it, but then I go, whenever the chance to play it, I always say no. I don't know Same. why. I always say no. But but when I have played it, I've really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But it, there's something it doesn't have like a, it doesn't have an X factor for me. Like for me, I go like oh, there's something about it that is, it's kind of like working out for me. Where you're like oh, I'm sure I'll be happy in it. But like the, the right. activation energy of going into working out that that's that's where I have my problems. Yeah, I I can't describe it, but it's it's a fun game. Maybe there's like a sense of like. I, maybe for me personally, I don't feel like I, there's much for me to explore in mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm just like, okay, I get what it's doing. Cool. Sure, sure. No, it's straightforward. You know? Yeah. It, it has a lot of intricate, it has a lot of motion to it. Like, yeah. But it, it's straightforward. It's a Civ game, but it doesn't feel like, you know what? It doesn't feel like a civilization mm-hmm. game to me. It just feels like a big, big fun puzzle, yep. you know? 
Oh. Uh, so you walked in, you didn't play the game? You just no, no, like, on, uh, right? like I had missed game night because a friend had come uh, to town. So I walked in with B and I got like, oh, you know, this looks like uh, a game that I'm, I'm well happy to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Hang out with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, two weeks ago, we had a really fun game day where uh, it was a day of hegemony. Mm-hmm. And so the original game plan was that, um, and this is not really to talk too much about hegemony because we talked about it a lot, but it was... Uh, Wait, isn't that our number one game? <laughs> it's our number one game. Uh, and by the way, I, I listened to last week's podcast, but I think that was great. You guys did a great job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I had a great time doing that episode. Mm-hmm. I, I think Trey came up... Trey was smart. He really advocated for, like, let's compile it. Let's not make it a big reveal thing mm-hmm. between us. Let's just compile the list. And I do think that was the way to go because mm-hmm. there was a surprise in it. And on top of that... It is kind of annoying when people compare their top tens and then like, well, my, I'm not gonna say mine because it's later up in the list. You know, it's just let's just go through the collective groups. Yeah, know? like I, I was listening to it, like, like, oh, this is this is us at our best. Like, yeah, yeah, I felt I felt like we're hitting on. I, I maybe because I wasn't there. Like, oh, we're maybe. hitting on all our all cylinders because falls in there finally. Maybe, <laughs> but one thing was that um, so Matt Robinson had never played hegemony before, mm-hmm. and so um, you know I promised like I'm gonna get this to the table for you because you know you know mm-hmm. what I hate is when like the window closes on That's the right. game, and I hate when people don't keep it open. And so I was like, I'm not gonna let the window close on Matt. I'm not. I don't want the window to ever close on that game or, sure. or most games. So. Um, it was going to be you, me, Matt, and uh, David Gillison, friend mm-hmm. of the podcast. And then that morning, or the, the morning, morning of, I woke up and we had planned this. We'd had this on the books for like, mm-hmm. like two weeks or so. And you had to back out, it looked like, right? Uh, yeah, because the that night, uh, my sister-in-law's father died. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, uh, suddenly, uh, and... I didn't know if I was going to be drawn into like babysitting duty or whatever, I mean, like family, yeah. like family needs you, et cetera. So suddenly our game, uh, you know, like hegemony, like four players, it's, you know, we were like, Oh gosh, like our whole plan for the day is, is actually kind of, it's, it's messed up. Mm-hmm. Obviously what you're going through is significantly more important than a game of hegemony, obviously. But uh, we're like, okay, oh man, like we were planning on hegemony. Like, who can we find um, who would be like ready at a moment's notice? And um, then got a tech, I got a got a message on Discord from Forrest. Forrest, that's right. Forrest is in Australia right now. I assume he's in Australia. So uh, big shout out to Forrest because Forrest was headed to Australia. I met Forrest virtually by uh, playtesting eighteen US. And, um, he messaged like right after your message, he goes, Hey Ben, uh, I'm on the long layover in LA today. Uh, any ideas of what I should do in LA? And I said, how long is your layover? And he was like, I have to be back at the airport by like eight 30. I was like, why don't you come over and play hegemony? So Forrest left LAX, trekked up to Hollywood, subbed in for you, like the most kismetty thing of all time. Uh, uh, it, it was it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. And then as it turns out, you your your family didn't need you, so you actually came over or want anyway. Me, like, you know, like, or want you. Yeah, you, you, you both, both, both both can be accurate. This is just a very long way of saying like I don't think I've I've really heard of too many board game stories that are more impressive than someone 
playing a full game of hegemony on their layover. Yeah. No. <laughs> to, to us, from from <laughs> to Seattle Australia. to Australia via LA. It was amazing. And then at like six o'clock, you know, the game ended perfectly timed. He got into his Uber, drove back to LAX and off to Australia. Yeah, no, like, I, I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay too. <laughs> but that, that's it. Shout it was, out to Forrest. Shout out to Forrest. And it was a super fun session. I was really glad we got to do it. And it was fun. Actually, one thing that I discovered was that like, it was cool that even though you you seated your spot for Forrest, you still, I felt like, were able to oddly participate in the game. Like, I think one of the things, not to talk about the game again, it is our our number one game. Uh, but I think what it does is it because it evokes, that's right, the word, evokes a lot of uh, discussion. Like, you know, I'm, you feel like you're always part of it. Like, you can't, yeah. like, uh, it's, it's good for spectators if they're understanding what's happening. Yeah, and you were able, like, it was Matt's first game, mm-hmm. so he was trying to get a lay of the land, and so you were able to sort of, like, be an advisor to him, mm-hmm. and it was um, it was great. I just felt really, really bad. I think I mentioned this in the podcast last week. I felt really bad. I was the state, and I had really not underlined how punitive loans could be at the end of the game, and I made this big attack on the middle class, wherein... Which was Matt. Which was Matt. I, like, I advocated for policy change. That way, like, half of my companies would shut down, and I closed down all the companies with middle class workers in it. And so all of a sudden there was mass middle class unemployment. He couldn't pay his what he needed to pay for. He had to take on loans because the state had betrayed him. And Matt had actually a big lead in the game. Yeah. And by me doing that at the in the final round, he had to he had to take on a whole bunch of like negative points from his loans that I forced him into debt. And that is what allowed me to win the game. And it was a really I felt really bad because I feel like that's sort of a sucky way to get a victory on someone who's playing for the first well, yeah, time. It's a bentatorship. It was a bentatorship. <laughs> but I also felt like it told such a great story. It's like, oh, here's this state that just loves everyone, but in in like in pursuit of self, you know, preservation. The upper class of the gig, the middle class gig, just too uppity. Too much power probably would like overthrow us, like, you know, elect some leaders that would that would threaten us. So let's like just kick them out there you, know? you go that that, that, was, that was hilarious it, it was hilarious but I, I genuinely felt bad because i felt like just you know you never want to leave someone with their first play of a game i don't think i don't think matt felt that way i think, okay. I, think he, I just was like really concerned i wanted him to have the best time possible i, I think of the people who can take a, a beating in a in a learning game i would uh, pick matt is matt is high on that list yeah the funny thing is, I didn't even realize I was going to be beating him, like like yeah. giving him a beating. I was just like, I got to fire him from my companies mm-hmm. because he has a huge lead and I have to slow him down somehow. I didn't realize I was going to be like fully kicking, like like taking a golf club to his kneecaps, you know? <laughs> but anyway, in a much more pleasant uh, <laughs> row. This is pleasant. <laughs> so after Forrest left, well, then we played Apiary. Apiary, yeah. Well, tell me what you thought about Apiary. Uh, I thought it was a very straightforward game about robot or space bees and uh i will not do the song that's right uh and i i had a lot of fun it's it's my number five uh game of the year but to be fair i don't think i've played that many 2023 games Mm -hmm. so like like i'm finding like oh like my list is very thin and so but 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 made it and i think it's worthy of it uh although uh i did play it in such a way that uh, I had this crazy broken combo that I didn't know I stumbled on. Yeah. Uh, and and you and Matt did not. <laughs> no. And, and, and so I was going like, this game is really easy. 
uh and it's fun but it's easy and you guys seem to just be not good at this game i i well at first i thought i was killing it because i had a big lead i was getting a lot of Mm in-game points and i had a very specific like gameplay loop i had to do but then i strayed from it Mm -hmm. i like you know i i saw candy and i basically went for it and i saw siren songs and it's definitely a game where you could you have to just stay really focused sure, on, on yep. yeah and i started doing too much and then i it just i wasn't leaning into what i needed to mm-hmm. do and yeah by the way for those who don't know apiary is um a game where you uh control bees yeah, be, spa- literally space bees like future bees sure. it feels very much like a game that was rooted probably originally in just like proper bee science and then someone said this isn't going to sell let's put them in space so um underwater underwater oh play underwater, underwater bees? bees that's gonna be hilarious i feel like it should have been bees that are not in space but they are like opening up companies and then it could be called none of your business <laughs> that was a stretch but when you say like bees in space i think of the muppets you know uh do you remember the muppets and, I do remember the Muppets. And, and like, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm aware of the Muppets. Uh, yes. Miss Piggy's little show, Pigs in Space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pigs in Space. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, either way. So you're, we all are playing. We all have like a collection of bees. It's worker placement. You use the bees as worker placement. And the bees have like a numerical value, like a die. And then you rotate it. And basically, you put your bee down to do an action. And then if someone wants to do that action, they bump you out. And most likely... As your bee gets bumped out, it increases in value. And so the stronger the value, the more powerful the bee is. So you want to get bumps. That way you can become more powerful. And eventually the bee gets so powerful, Teotihuacan style, that it like dies. It like, <laughs> hibernates. And then you've got to like recess it. you got to great get new bees. It, it, it hibernates. That's right. New bees. It could have been called new bees. Oh, there you go. That, that, that's another another possibility. But you found a really great combo like, with your accidentally. faction. Like it was my faction and I got a card that really amplified my faction. And what happened was it looked fairly invisible, especially since it was kind of our first play for all three of us. Yeah. And like uh, you looked at my board and you're like, okay, well, I don't know what he's doing. And then when end score came, end game scoring came, it was just like, oh my god, I'm just... Bloodbath. Yeah, it, it was like I, I won by a lot. And what's hilarious is we played this, uh, not you and I, but like me, David Gilson, uh, Mike Kanak, and Elder, we played this again. And I didn't get the combo. And David got the combo. And I was going, this game is so much harder. <laughs> it's a lot harder when you don't have like a nice going, broken combo. I feel like I'm in a honey. <laughs> <laughs> did, did David get to do the combo Pretty much. You know, and, he, and he won significantly. Like I had experience. So I, I, I didn't lose as much as you guys did. because. Right. But like I, it, was, it was clear that he was going to win. And I was like, oh. Maybe maybe this combo is is too strong or for for our second play. What do I know? And did this affect it being like did your did your opinion of the game go up or down with that second play? I only played it once. I think for me, I had I would say my opinion of it went down uh, ever so slightly just because of it how, lost a little bit of buzz. I like it, Ben. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Your waffle pocket. I just I can see you bumbling around. But I, just I, go, wanna... I, I am actually fairly not good at puns. That's surprising. Yeah, yeah. I I, I find it surprising too. Like I, I think I would usually be have to rely on the hive mind, right? Uh, usually, usually. Uh, stop. <laughs> Mercy. But but like it's one of those things where I go like, oh, I think I'd be better at this, but I'm I'm not I'm not very good at puns. Anyway. Um, 
uh, it was pretty. It was still fun. It was just the the slowdown of the engine seemed pretty pretty arduous. If you were playing with people who were also intent on uh, maximizing stuff, so it, yeah. it felt a little slow uh, compared to my expectation. But, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's still it's still a worthwhile game. It's yeah. like it's like a. I think Matt said it. A straight medium euro, like you know, mm. like it's not yeah. medium light, it's not medium heavy, it's the like center bell curve medium. I think that is a, a pretty good. Yeah, I think so. I, you know, I don't even trust my um, scale of mm-hmm. medium and heavy anymore. I feel like I trust heavy, mm-hmm. but medium to me, it felt actually more like medium light. Sure, it's definitely not a light game, mm-hmm. but it was you know, it was trending a little bit more towards light for me. And I, I thought it was, it definitely felt like a, like, like a right down the middle, like sort of mm-hmm. classic, like, uh, yeah, a medium Euro in that there's just like, there's a few areas, worker placement areas that you can go to. You can do things at them. You can get stuff from them. You can build a, a, a neat tableau. Like there's definitely puzzly stuff in there, but it's not, super puzzly um there's a little more interaction in the four-player game because they the board changes just a, a little bit yeah i didn't feel like the interaction was significant in the and, game, and so in this honest. one it, it's more but not so much where i would call it like hegemony you know like right so like uh but you could see how like oh i really need this person to go here i really need this person to bump you know like there's there's some real considerations to the end. it reminded me a lot of the games that tasty minstrel games was putting out back you know oh, yeah, like sure. 2015 mm-hmm. 16 17 it really reminded me of those sort of games mm-hmm um which is nice like those are there's like a, a place for those games i thought apiary was super fun i especially after hegemony it was actually really refreshing to play mm-hmm. a game like that it was like a nice like a, like a sorbet it like, was it did feel kind of like a sorbet hegemony <laughs> is just like there's you know like it's hegemony is is classified as a euro game it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like a euro game to me but it is classified mm-hmm. as one and but, but there's so much crosstalk and this and that it's nice to just play a game where you put your piece here you do something and whatever i did find it to be a relatively heads down experience mm-hmm. i mean there were some times i was hoping my view would get bumped you know sure. but uh i i thought it was like really fun but i don't think i would ever feel compelled to play it again mm. um or actually no i would play it again what i would not do is go to game night in hopes of playing it. Like I, I would not want to build my game night around this game, gotcha, you know? Gotcha. So like the other night, like someone said, what about APR? And I said, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like, but it was, it was a really good, yeah, it was a really good sorbet. Oh, I need it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you, you don't quick. go to a restaurant for the sorbet. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. It was, it was like quick and, and fun and nice. So, but like, I can definitely see people loving it. Like mm-hmm. I can definitely see how, like it would definitely be just like hit all the pleasure zones for someone, sure, sure. you know, just, no, no. I, I hear it just needed a little bit more meat on the bones for me. Well, one quick thing, like, you know, uh, when we were, t- we're talking about, I'm thinking about the, the top five list that we did. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, Oh, I'm the only person who put horseless carriage. I know. I, uh, it was, it was, I was, it was surprised. interesting. Yeah. I'm glad you did. I, um, like I said, I just didn't have enough plays. I just didn't like the first play that we had, I had a, I had a fun time with it. I did actually very well with that game, if I remember yeah, correctly. I think, you won. I think I did. And that was like very fun. And mm-hmm. but um it's one that I want to I don't think it's as immediately accessible mm-hmm. as like a food chain magnate. Uh, it, it's 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 a it's a big cup of water. Yeah, like food chain magnate, like there's there's something actually very thrilling about opening up that menu mm-hmm. and looking at like who do I hire and what am I what food am I gonna get? Like it's just like it's all very accessible. Mm-hmm. And I think horses carriage would just have to like peel some more layers out. But like 
having a hard time getting to the table for as much as much as everyone around that table mm. said like, oh, great game, great game. Every time I like for nine months, every time I suggested it, people go, I don't know. So, so here's the thing that I like. And this is what I wish I was the one thing I wish I was on the episode last episode to say. It's like the thing that everyone was not everyone, but like, you know, that people were concerned about, like, oh, well, here's this. Uh, map that you have to put out your factory, and you know, and then you're you're bound to this. Like, like, uh, and sometimes that just sucks. Like, you, you could be creating it just dead man walking type thing. I go like, oh, but that's what I like about it. Yeah, I like the fact that like if you make a choice, it could kill you. Right, like, you know, around one choice kill you. Like, you know, and I was like, oh, this is a little bit like life, right? You, you make a, I'm gonna start a business. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build it on this corner, you know, and all of a sudden that corner becomes it's like, that's the wrong place to start your business. Exactly. And it's over. Yeah. But, and I feel like splatters do that, right? Like if you can't lose round one, then why, why play? Yeah. <laughs> well, and people on discord said that actually, yeah, you could get like a photo of like mm-hmm. a very successful factory. That's going to depend on people not, you know, not taking the technologies you mm-hmm. need. That's going to, and that's going to depend on what technologies come out and the market. So it's not as simple as that. It's not like you just print out a, like, this is my factory. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do it. Like, there still are like di- dynamic decisions and I would like to explore it. And, you know, there've been a lot of times um, and we're going to talk about it, like where we had like a five player account. Mm-hmm. Um, it's happened. It happened. It just, it will happen. You know, like nine, if, at Tom's night, often there'll be like five players and many times, you know, perfectly like solid games. I get, I, I give Tom a lot of like, I rib him a lot about sure. like, Oh, here comes fresh fish again, or here comes tribune or whatever. And those are all, you know, like just because they're old games does not mean they're not worthy, you know, and sure, Tom sure. obviously loves them. But I think this might be a time like, you know, we're all sitting there talking about how there's much more to explore the horseless carriage and that plays up to five. I think like we as a group should prioritize some of these like five player games that we want to explore more rather than going back to, you know, like tried and true. Try, I mean, tried and true. I think you do a, a balance. You have to do your tried and trues. Like that's why they're there. You know, it's important to not forget your tried and trues. But okay. I think we should also explore other like, sure, no. you know, things, you know. No, I hear you. I think Horseless Carriage is definitely one I want to explore and see if it's, you know, if it's worthwhile, you know. Um, but uh, I'm glad you put it on your on your list because otherwise you. it would have gone, gone unrepresented. You're like a hero, Paul. It, uh, if you could remove the word "like" and say "I am a hero," you are a hero. Thank, uh, thank you're you. You're an American finally, hero. Finally, someone, someone you're a hero in the board game community. Oh, big! Sh- I want to say, um, follow us on Instagram, Game Brain. I think it's Game Brain Pod or just Game Brain on Instagram. Follow us because we have a no, we have a new social media. Uh, I've taken over, and I want to. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to put more content up. If I were smart. I still might do it. I might take a picture of you podcasting and put it on there, which is really exciting. Uh, not that exciting. <laughs> um, you know what's exciting is um, I got to play Brussels 1893 Belle Epoque. Yeah, no, the, that's the, the, the expansion. Is that what it is? It's uh, or is that Belle Epoque is the expansion part of it. Basically, uh, this uh, Brussels 1893 got like a got a paint job which uh, didn't even need a, a paint job a glow up uh-huh. didn't even need it but it got a glow up and it was re-released this year uh 2023 mm-hmm. you have not played it right at all not, not even the original one it's wild it's such a paul game like it, window literally i missed the window <laughs> that's crazy it is one of my favorite games like I, well we we tried to get it to the table a few weeks ago there was yeah. like jordan had proposed it and um, I've, I feel like I've actually proposed it. Several, sure. And that's also another five-player game I'd like to point out. For people who are listening, 
for five player games that's an that's a really good five player game it will be the five player episode it could be the five player episode <laughs> but the thing is this though then i have to think of like what are all the good five player games fair fair i just will let them organically no the reason why where i'm hyper focused about five player games is because we had a five player issue before and okay. we're gonna we'll get to it we'll yeah, get yeah. to it um but uh it's Rock, me, Rock, you would love it i i've been told that like like I can't advocate for it because I don't I don't have any experience with it, and so no, you can say I've been told that I would love this game. Would someone please play it with me? That's how you advocate for it. Well, now that I have that language, <laughs> now I've given you the tools. It is actually one. See, this is a game that I think of as more like, um, like a midweight euro. Okay, but it leans more on the heavy side because the strategy is really heavy. But I sure. think the rules are not too crazy. Mm-hmm. The long and the short of it is. Basically, it's worker placement, but when you are placing your worker, you are also putting money with your worker because you are um, bidding for a bonus Mm -hmm. that you are in contention for, um, and you are competing against other people who are um, placing workers in the same column as you because the worker worker placement spots are in a grid. So if, if you place a worker for with one dollar mm-hmm. to do whatever action you need to do and then i put one directly beneath you for like two dollars i'm winning the auction i'm gonna get the bonus at the end of the round so you are both like doing worker placement and you're bidding but furthermore there's area control and so the location of your workers on that entire grid could give you area control points too so you are trying to balance three different things with one meeple and that's just one part of the game. Yeah, I think when you say that, and I go like, "Oh, that does literally sound like things I would enjoy." And what, like, I guess a hard truth, and it's not a hard truth; it's just a truth that I had to face. Like, oh, I really enjoy bidding. Like that, 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 that's, that's yeah. become a little bit of like my go-to's as far as like games that I like. Yeah, and I'm really bad at bidding, and uh, but the game I think is still wonderful. Like, I, I mean, I like auction mm-hmm. games despite the fact that I'm terrible at auctions. But it's it's like there's so much going on in the game, and it's so clever. The choices are so meaty, and the expansion basically um, expansion kind of like adds a horizontal element. I talked about how like you get a bonus if you if you like are bidding in a column, mm-hmm. so it's sort of vertical. But the expansion adds like this horizontal element where you can get this certain sort of bonus, where then the presence of other people or or people in a certain row will give you bonus points. Not worth getting into weeds about how it works, but it just like adds like a nice enhancement. And the game also imp- did some like quality of life adjustments. There used to be an element where you can get art and you just would sort of pull art blindly, but now you can choose what color the art is, which is, I don't know why it wasn't always like that, but it's a really, really good reimplementation. I mean, I think that this is like a game that everyone should have. I think this is like one of the best wow. games of all time. Yeah. Honestly. And. But- and uh, I will say, like, the thing that makes me go, like, ah, and th- that I, and it's not, it's ridiculous. So, so this, this is, is, I don't like the box. But have you seen the new box? No. Well, <laughs> I don't have the new box out right now. It's in, the, it's in that bag. But the new box looks nice. Okay. I think you'll like the new box. Great, great. I'll yeah. show you the new box after this. Okay. Maybe, it'll, maybe it'll move the needle for you. Maybe. No, no. But, but actually, the, the bidding has already moved the needle for me. Like, what, the pitch. I go, like, oh, okay. That, that, that sounds... Yeah, and it was really fun because it was uh, I was playing with Matt, Trey, and Jordan. And oh, this so is the, we we drove home and, and and Jordan was talking about this. Jordan was talking about this. Jordan, Jordan, yeah, it was a 
it was a it was definitely a knives out gameplay and it was really intense Speaking and i was like well that's that's why you would like it yeah. so much because you can't be knives out with it whereas i was like whoo this is intense it got really intense really quickly with all the bidding wow that's, that's great but i remember like driving home driving you guys home and jordan goes like yeah i was doing something something and then trey turned the, the table against me yes and i was like okay <laughs> yeah he said that, that trey turned the table he's like well yeah trey turned the table against me but i was like well jordan but what you also don't realize is that as you're deciding your moves you're saying hmm if i go here that gives trey four points but if i go here he loses two points or something like that or like he kept on saying little things like that and i was like you know when you say stuff like that people don't like you people are gonna turn the table <laughs> against you <laughs> Everyone likes Jordan, but people will turn the table against you. No, that's, that's, it's if, you if you advertise how many points you're going to deprive someone, oh, yeah, sure. and it's the first round of the game, we've been playing for ten minutes. You know, you're gonna like people are gonna people are gonna they're gonna have feelings about that. <laughs> they're gonna, the meta game will come for you. Um, but, but it looked like Jordan really enjoyed it. Great. He'll next time he's on, he'll I'm sure he'll he'll talk about his experience with it. But um, it was really I. I while this reprint is on shelves, mm -hmm. I, I think like everyone should buy it. Great. It's so good. Awesome. Um, what other things have you been playing recently, Paul? I think that's uh, it. Aside from like, wait, wait, we, uh, we, we had a, a five player. That's, that, that's the last thing I've played. Yeah, we had a five player. That's why five player. This is why five player is top of the mind. Uh, so imagine going to a game night and there are only five people and you have several games, say coffee traders or bloodstones is plural bloodstones plural Blood bloodstones yeah yeah or, or whatever and you can't get consensus <laughs> yeah i mean basically what happened was some of us got together and um there were five of us and you know the question was what do we play with five players because i guess the the downside for five player games is that with five players it makes the game long like i guess really long i guess that's the that is the that's a part of it but it's also uh an issue like there aren't as many games mm -hmm. so like I, I think i think your collection math collection time collection i think four player is the is the is the what was the four max, is like the, the that's like spot. the median yeah right and then for whatever reason there's a jump into six mm -hmm. but then there's a, this like gully mm -hmm. <laughs> at five and for whatever reason like you know uh people you know like and it also has you know uh five players has the threat the threat comes out like well i could just go home <laughs> i i use that threat well i use that threat because you know we were texting like okay well it's five players like what are we going to choose and uh you know matt was really excited to mm -hmm. try bloodstones mm -hmm. and uh he was really excited he was a little worried though that I think it was, I think he was, I, I think, I don't remember if he was worried that it, like, it, like five player may not be ideal, mm -hmm. but then he, I think he expressed, he was concerned about it not being ideal. Jordan then was like, yeah, five player, you know, I, I hear is not, it's not good at five player or something like that. So I did say, I'm, if you guys want to play Bloodstones, I'll set this one out, but not because I don't like Bloodstones, mm -hmm. but it's just more like. You guys really want to play it. Matt's never played it before. So, like, rather than be, like, you know, concerned about playing it at a suboptimal count, just mm -hmm. play it at the optimal count. And sure. I'll just, I'll play Zelda at home, you know? Because Zelda is also a board game. Zelda is, board game Zelda is optimal. Optimize one. one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good one-player game, yeah. you know? But, you know, 
we so I get so I we all I got there last I think or we the two of us yeah carpooled we carpooled and we got there last and so there were several five player games on the table of like these these are some these are the options that have made it to this next level of American Idol like this is the <laughs> this is these are the options that made it to Hollywood week that's right there we go right my options not all my options died Shut on down. the vine dead, dead. I gave six options. Everyone, it was crickets. No one wanted my, wanted my options. So then we had these options, and the, I think the games we were choosing: Jordan had brought Crescent Moon, mm-hmm. Coffee Traders. Uh, Matt had Bloodstones ready to go. There was also there were like two others, right? Yeah, I can't remember that they weren't chosen. They were, yeah. But we had, and then we spent like twenty five minutes. It, it was, it was the exorbitant amount of time for the decision aboria aboria that's right like uh for deciding what game to play like this is not we're not even gamifying this gaming selection process (laughs) we took so long trying to decide (laughs) what five player because each one had a pro and a con Mm -hmm. so um crescent moon the 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 pro was that like this was a game that jordan was really excited about i've been i've been intrigued Mm -hmm. by it Trey had played it once before and had a terrible time with it. And I, I was told that it was very asymmetric. Yeah. And I go like, oh, well, like Root. And I go like, I stopped playing Root because it was too asymmetric. Uh, but I go like, oh, I'll, I'll give this a shot. Let's, let's see how it goes. Like, right. Uh, and and then um, there was Bloodstones. But the problem with Bloodstones is that there was, a concern there was five. discussion that, oh, no, five, it might not be good. And then there was, and then Arborea uh arborea i had actually a very bad time playing arborea Mm -hmm. and i did play it at five but i also was like at that point i kind of was like let's just get let's i'll I'll play i was like i actually think like maybe i'll enjoy it a lot more this time i was like right let's embrace it um and there was like some other game that also had like some cloud over it too i wish i could remember what that other five player game was but so we kept on weighing all these there was coffee traders Mm -hmm. which was Coffee Traders didn't have a cloud, except that it was going to be a, require a whole teach. It was going to require. I only played it once, and that was years ago. So it and and so there would be a new teach, and I think it had been played recently between you guys. We played it. We played it in October, okay. which you know technically that's like two months, two and a half months ago. Sure, but like Jordan was very he want. I think Jordan's been really uh, wanting to explore that game a lot. Mm-hmm. So there was a sense of like, well, we could play Coffee Traders, but we just played it recently. So. We just sort of went around and around, and and I think I just went. I want to play Crescent Moon. I just I just, I just picked a game. Well, Arborea for a moment it was going to be Arborea, uh-huh. and, and that, that, but that didn't happen. <laughs> that, that but then it was like there was like a sense like oh like we could tell not everyone was happy with Ar- Arborea, and then we went and then yeah you just were like you know what let's just do Crescent Moon because I wasn't going to hit the half hour mark. Yeah. <laughs> so then we got out Crescent Moon. We got our factions and everything. We set it up and we started going through the teach and we realized like, I think Trey's out. PTSD from the game came back. Cause I remember Trey not, I remember being from, at the, from, a, from across the table from the, across the table, and Trey was having the worst time. And I don't think he had remembered. And then as we started to set it up, he started to remember how much he hated the game. So then who transition was it? Was it Jordan was like, we can stop now. Well, like, we, I, to, to Jordan's credit, he, he goes like, you know what? I don't, I don't feel like I'm teaching the game well enough. Uh, we can move on to something else. Like we, we, it's, it's only, and, and I think that's actually a really classy move. 
It was classy and it was also sad. It was like it showed good awareness. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like an unselfish thing. Exactly. And 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 so uh I think you 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 backed him up and uh I think yeah. and then they go then I think we all got the I think I, I think I was like, why don't we just play Bloodstone? Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 and then like we did. And yeah. we had a great time. <laughs> and by the way, so Bloodstones at five, whoever put that rumor out there. Shame on you! It was shame, fantastic shame at five. It was right. great at five. It, it, it was it was murderous and fun and ridiculous. I won't say ridiculous, but like, it was you know. no. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a ridiculous game. But it was like, well, tell me what your thoughts were on, on Bloodstones. Uh, so I think someone, I think Matt made the analogy like, oh, this is Game of Thrones ish, you know, as far as and so and I go like, and I could not not see the the, the, the faction uh, mapping of that, and, and so in that way, I was like, oh well, here. These people have dragons, and these people, uh, you know, have giants, and these people, yeah, it's it's just mm-hmm. hilarious. But it's you know, kind of like here you are in this case, five different factions trying to get territory, trying to put your villages out, and then trying to destroy other people's villages, right? Uh, and you have uh, a few uh, tiles. I don't actually know why they use tiles. It, the tiles are fine, but you could easily like use dominoes. Cards. Yeah, yeah. You could use cards. It, it, it didn't matter. You could, but there was something actually really nice and tactile uh, about I, those. I suppose, yeah. You I, know, you can't put cards out on the map. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Anyway, so, multi-use dominoes in this game. So, and, and you know, and, and you just move pieces. Yeah, I, I, I was a uh, concierge. Is that how you pronounce it? Like, you know, no, you're the corsairs. Corsairs. That's how you pronounce it. I, 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 never, I don't say that word out loud very often because yeah. why would I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really come up in everyday discussion uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, like, uh, you kept your Corsair. And so, like, I go, here are my boats. They remind me a little bit of, like, you know, of, is it Concordia? Concordia has boats, right? There are boats in Concordia. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, like, raid the raid the the coastline, like, you know, some mm-hmm. joy. You know, it, it, it just was totally great as far as what it was. Yeah. You know. I was playing the horse folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Darthraki, you know. It, I was, uh, I was, I was, but I, what was funny was that I was not leaning into my faction's power because there's like a little strategy guide mm-hmm. that comes with the game and it says, you know, for your faction, what you should do is just build up a big army in the center of the map and just like you can just go all around and spread. But instead, I stuck in the corner and I built up a navy and I used that to launch all sorts of sneak attacks on people. Sure. But then you had your navy that you were doing your sneak attacks with, but your sneak attacks were like, advertise you're like I'm come in yeah. so then i had my navy and we had a we had a, a scuffle a few, we had a scuffle i mean you ultimately won you, just, eh. you, you won the i won a pyrrhic victory uh, like, i would say but it was like, a very exciting victory for so, me so, it was so, like a key victory for so, me so one of the things that you do is like you know you fight you have you pull some do, uh some dominoes some tiles and then you here's how many points you have and whoever has the most points blah 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 and i i drew well Mm-hmm. And you drew well, and in fact, I my power is such that if I draw, I get to see what you draw first, and I can adjust accordingly. Yeah. That's how strong. And so, but Ben kept on drawing well. I was, and I could adjust. But what kept on happening is like we kept on tying, and this jerk here had a a piece that like he wins ties. Yeah, and I was like, what the hell is happening? It was crazy it was great and, and, and so eventually i got i got slaughtered uh and like you know trey talks about the feel bad moments i go like i'm feeling bad I'm i could feel- see you were feeling a little bad i, I was feeling bad because like this is where like you know it's one thing if someone beats you at something like you know and goes, oh i've outmaneuvered mm. you and you go like, okay but this is like destiny going like no 
you were not chosen. And that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I um I guess I I have been uh I guess I've been throwing some elbows recently cuz I did a feel bad moment on Judy. Oh, our friend Judy. So side like uh, side anecdote. No. Catan. Oh, wow. <laughs> we were playing we played Catan a week ago and it was so fun. Oh my god, I hadn't played Catan like a proper game of Catan in a long time and it was judy my friend sylvia my friend wole and we just had it was so fun it was so funny but my feel bad moment was that i got kind of like surrounded in the middle of this of the island of Catan, and judy hadn't built this long road the longest road and my i only had one more space where i could develop into and i had to basically insert myself on her road Mm -hmm. And it meant that where she was planning to build on her next turn, I took from her and I also killed her longest road. And I just basically was, it was like a, I, it was like the first time I've ever played with Judy and we play 18 XX all the time. The first time where I could, I felt like I could see her trying to in her feelings. I, I could see her trying to compose herself. Like it, like in, in a very subtle way, I, I could see that she was thinking like, I'm really disappointed. And I felt so bad. I was like, wow, I pushed Judy. I, I pushed her to the edge there. And now to hear that I got gave you a failed bad moment but, too. Like, it's like But it's not you. It's destiny. Like like it would be one thing. Like like I, I you know, like you have shown me time and time again that you like drama. Drama I do, I do like drama. <laughs> and so like so like I see your book, I go, is he gonna okay. But you know, I go like he shouldn't because I have I have the high ground. <laughs> you did have the high ground, but I did that because, and this is what I really like about Blood Souls, yeah. these kind of discussions. Mm-hmm. I did that because I needed to capture two of your yeah. towns, and I knew if I didn't put any boats in the water, you'd just be able to come in and, and put like, your full force. So I needed to tangle up your resources in a naval fight. And as it happened, I won the naval fight, so yeah. it worked out. And then I got to capture your towns. So I really enjoy those decisions you have to make in terms of like how you're going to spread on the board. And you're like, let me do create a diversion here or let me create some like no, entanglement like, here. Like you, you won, you won a battle uphill. I, I thought that was great. I, I, I thought like, you know, I, I, the narrative is fine. If the only issue was like, why, <laughs> why, why the, the, you know, the dominoes did not fall in my favor. Like, you know, it, it was, it was a big, like it was the edge of the uh, edge of the bell curve kind of thing. And I was like, yeah. this is not cool. Not, not that this happened, but like th- that it happened to me, to you, <laughs> the person who deserves all. And you know, I'm what, a hero. You're the hero. <laughs> you know what? It's me. Hi, I'm, I'm the, the problem. problem. It's me. Um, but then it was also. I mean, what's but also Taylor cool? actually really likes Bloodstones, from, from what I understand. Taylor Swift. Yes, she. Um, she actually plays it uh, leading up to the Kansas City games. Wow, good yeah. to know. Good to know. Wow. Um, but it was cool. I mean, also, what's it, it really is a game of table talk in the sense that i was doing very well in the game i actually i had a lead we we agreed that with we think that we didn't finish the game it was going long mm-hmm. but we think that you would have like won at the end because you were the last player which meant you were going to spam the board like, with like I, I, I had a cheese move that i don't think would work in in successive play i think people mm-hmm. would i don't know if this play people would have seen the cheese before for first player so, and so uh yeah like i I think i would have won i think you would have too i think i would have had a strong second place because i was really benefiting from the fact that right from the beginning trey and i made like an agreement and i had so much of my presence totally vulnerable Mm -hmm. to trey the entire game where at any moment he could have just betrayed me and gone in and just but jordan was tying him up jordan kept on tying him up 
You think that's what it was? Well, I mean, like, I feel like Jordan, like he had a choice of coming at me or coming at Trey or coming at Matt. And he had. He kind uh, of went at all three of you at different times. Actually, not. No, you guys had a detente well, afterward. Like, like pretty early. Like, so, like, just like Age of Innovation, you set up your, your where you're going to be. And for whatever reason, Jordan put right next to me. I thought he was going to go right next to me and yeah. just savage me. Uh, so he's, he, he goes right next to me in, in such a way that I go like, why would you do this? Because first of all, like this is not optimal. There's a better place for you. Second of all, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so he, he spams out real quick. And I, I immediately like, you know, assault him mm-hmm. and, and, just, yes. and just kill. Uh, and then after that, like, you know. He can't attack me because my power has some special retreat pro- uh, property about it. And so there's, there's nothing that, there's no advantage for it. He's just wasting moves. Right. When he comes at me. So I was like, oh, well, you know, I think I can live with this, this next door neighbor. And then he spread out where it's more. Uh, he, he had like this sort of like north, from my POV, it was northwestern mm-hmm. uh, for anyone who's wants to be specific about the direction of the map. But um, he had a region mm-hmm. that he was sort of in, and then he was sort of like attack Matt, then attack Trey, and then attack mm-hmm. Matt. He, and he he just, he also, he, he it's like he would have success, then he had a failure and success and failure. But then what, what happened was, because you guys made like an agreement, you were more motivated to take your ships down to my area. Yeah, which and, is across the board, by the way. Right, but your <laughs> ships can get there quickly. Yeah. So then I was focusing on you and i didn't want to also make trey mad so i sort of like stayed away from trey's area but trey was also then providing protection for me from jordan because if jordan got through trey he could come to me sure so then it was important for me to have good terms with trey but then they had matt and matt i think towards the end he started to come for me and but then he was largely tied up with jordan's stuff Mm -hmm. so it was really cool how the dynamics of the Mm -hmm. battles and how people did like really affected how people moved around and then in the end matt started to come for me but then i had my my ships and then i did like this went around and like him i flanked him and like it was cool Hmm. to see that like it's not just like i'm taking this land like everything is a response to what everyone else is doing and where the power vacuums are on the board you know i mean i i think i think trey probably if you play it again he would not have put himself in the center of the board i think i think i think he felt like oh that was a mistake because he had to play against everyone in some regard. And he was actually originally planning to go down and protect me with his dragon. Mm-hmm. He was going to go south. I was going to go north. But he wound up actually being in a quagmire. He was in a big quagmire yeah. with Jordan. And then, but he was also going west towards you at the same time. It was just yeah. interesting the voids on the map mm-hmm. and how it really yeah, that, affected people. I think, well, like, if you've been in the hobby for a while and you've played, like, meeples on a map type situation you've played something like this and i think in in the analysis it basically comes down to how quickly and how efficiently it gets to what it's trying to do yeah and i think for all of it even that five player like it got you know we got to it really quick yeah and like like basically we start off like everyone gets as much free stuff as they can because and oh now now we're now we're all the free lands are gone and now yeah. we're, we're we're kind of like punching at each other and if you like that type of game great if you don't you're not gonna like this but like true but but at the same time this game has no like it, it is what it is by the way sorry there's like a leaf blower outside if you hear that but um it is what it is like mm-hmm, it yeah. doesn't have any 
pretension to be pretension anything. to be anything. I I keep on mentioning Cosmic Frog, which is probably not fair because I only played it once mm-hmm. and at three players. But like again, Cosmic Frog was a game where it is kind of like this, but it made me feel like it was mm-hmm. I had some sort of engine building capabilities in it. And then but this one, it's like we're just battling, and I you know like I beat you in that na- naval battle mm-hmm. and it ruined your tempo. But then you came in not long after and you beat me like a few times and it's like, oh, well, well, that sucks. Moving on. <laughs> you know, you sort of just like you take it on the chin. It's OK in this game. I yeah. Think. And I do like it's one of those things where uh, Trey was talking about how there is a similarity to uh, diplomacy. Yeah. Where you probably need to ally yourself with someone for mm-hmm. at least temporarily, like for all of it. Jordan and I allied. We didn't. We never said, "Hey, let's ally with each other." Like you know, right. but we had the taunt where, uh, where he was like, "If I go in at Paul, he's gonna mess me up. I'd rather just go get all these free empty spaces than you know." And, and and he had he had the you know the I don't say audacity, but like, sure, let's call it audacity. Go like, Paul, can we get in a fight and let me beat you so I can get an undead? Because I really want an undead. And then I was like, "Do not let him do that." And, and then I go. No, I'm not going to do that. And then he has to go in that tray. Yeah, because I was like, don't, because the undead is really powerful. I was like, absolutely don't do that, you know? But like, it was cool that that it caused me, who's all the way across mm-hmm. the board, to chime in because I know that like left, like Unfe- that, that undead yeah. could now come all the way over to me across the board very easily. And I don't want to be messing with that undead. I've got an, an, enough stuff, you know? And then we, Paul, you and I had a detente after yeah. our skirmishes. Yeah. Then we had a detente. So like, the the only person I, I heard there were in the northeast legends of giants never seen one in my life <laughs> i i had some well i did you know it's so funny like it it, it, been, it would have been interesting to see how the game would have played out because i did i started doing what i did the last time i played the game which was i was i was jordan was the giants and i was like the necromancer or something and he would send his giants in and i was like I tried to fight the giants once or twice and I realized I can't do this. So I then was like, okay, wherever the giants go, let the giants go there. And while whoever has the giants, we focus on what the giants are doing. And I'm just going to go into wherever the giants are not. And just like, you know, take it from me. And that's why I started doing again. And it's like really a cool power dynamic. It's like, Oh, like that faction gets this really strong Mm -hmm. unit, but um, they usually wind up putting all their efforts into that unit. So then you, it exposes them on the yeah. back end. Like it's, it's it's more fluid than you would think. So uh, as far as like, if you're able to just step back a little bit and and see where things are, like things open up. People yeah. ha- it, it, people have to because you don't actually have enough resources to get to fortify everything, and right. and you lose stuff because people interact with you. And, and as it should be, you know, yeah. there's, there's attrition and, and 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 diplomacy. It's 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 a f- perfectly fun fine game and i don't mean yeah. fine as in like it's okay i mean like it's a good game and it actually reminds me of Catan in the sense that like you have these maps but you know where you in, in bloodstones where you start your with your um faction is going to create a whole different experience yeah and, totally. the, and the map sort of looks like a has a color scheme of Catan in sure. a certain way um so yeah i i really enjoy bloodstones both times i played it i was not like chomping at the bit to play it and both times when i played it i had a great time yeah i still don't know if it's one i would get i don't know if it's one i would buy it's not exactly your brand it's not my brand i had fun playing it uh but i feel first of all i also feel like it's gonna be the sort of game that is gonna be like voiced upon me several times sure. so i know i'll just i don't i don't think 
I don't think it's a game I have to get because I don't think it's a game that I'm personally going to be voicing on other people, if that makes sense. Like my outside, outside of game brain. So, but it was, it was fun. But I mean, the, the whole, the, the act of like choosing it beforehand was like, for a moment there, it looked like game night was going to be like, go down to the shitter, right? <laughs> like, like the game at Bloodstones actually gave us a really fun reset for the night. Yeah. But it does like bring up a question of like, what is the best way to choose a game? Like, what is if we're if it's game night and you're with a bunch of people, like, what are the way? Like, how can we make choosing a game a better experience? Or like, what? Like, are there tools we can be using that we're not using? Are there approaches that we can use? This is something that actually came up on Discord, mm-hmm. coincidentally, a few weeks ago. Uh, some people were saying like, oh, I would go to game night and it was run like a dictatorship and it was great. Mm-hmm. And then some people say, oh, well, like there's like every week someone gets a different pick, things like that. Like, what do you think is like the, the, the magic, the silver bullet to like killing this annoying situation that happens time and time again on game nights? So uh, I had this, I read this little article or something where they're comparing uh, Google and apple with jobs jobs in the, and they're saying like you know apple is actually pretty evil in the sense that there is a dictatorship someone makes a choice and that's what we're going whereas like you know google tends or at least the open source you know like uh there's a consensus and like people come up blah 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 and i feel that if you're apple and you're a dictatorship that totally can work uh, as you can see you know the burden is you just have to be right mm-hmm. that's it so if you have someone who really knows your group and really goes like oh you know what this is going to be the game for us tonight and even if people go like i don't really feel like it, like you'll get into it like you know right. like sometimes like just brute force a little bit does wonders <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of agree. You know, and, and you know, uh, by the way, like a few weeks ago, we had this discussion. We were telling like this funny story about like how like we played Manhattan Project 2, mm-hmm. but we had a similar situation yeah. that night where we couldn't decide what we wanted. And I feel like a lot of times in when I think when you have a group that gets together mm-hmm. and are like, what are we going to play? I think when everyone tries to approach it democratically, I think that's when people get their feelings hurt the most. Because if you have it democratically, and you have like, like, uh, well, what do you uh, like? I nominate this one, and I nominate this one. Da, 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 da. It, I think the mere act of nominating a game suggests advocacy, like, advocacy, and that like you are now offering up your voice. Mm-hmm. And so, if you don't get your way, implicitly, your voice is being shot down. Yeah. I know a lot of people will say I don't think of it that as deep as that, but I think that's that is like the source of a lot of the feelings that that people would get in in choosing a game. Oh, and by the way, follow up real quickly on mm-hmm. that situation. I did play Imperial Steam with Jordan. <laughs> the debt has been paid, <laughs> and I'm never going to pr- make a promise like that again. Uh, uh, I was fun. By the way, it was super fun. Uh, I'll say one. There's another aspect that I I I think about, and that is. Uh, like for the longest time, or, or like for the last time we did a like a our game brain saver games kind of thing, it wound up being uh, what you call it, Great Western Trail for overall games of all time. Yeah, and and it was funny because it wasn't anyone's number one. Mm-hmm. It just was like 
within the top 10 for a lot of people. Not mine, but, you know, a lot of people. And I was like, does this really represent us? Mm -hmm. And they go, like, in some, like, long-term aggregate maybe, but, like, I don't really think of it at us as a as the great western trail <laughs> uh, right. so in that vein i feel that like you're trying to find a game that's gonna make the game night you're not trying to f- find a game that's gonna have everyone go like okay i'm gonna compromise <laughs> right so it'd be okay it's okay to like you know go like hey this is game has the most potential to create a fun experience and it might uh, it might make people have to like buckle up a little harder and go like okay i need to like put my feelings aside and just get into this because no you should never pick a game that's going to really hurt you like you know like uh, if if you're not up for like an 18xx china you don't have the 17 hours to play like you you should never force me i mean someone to play (laughs) that, that game however However, like you know, if you have trust in your in your game group, like sometimes you just gotta shut up and suck it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what was interesting about the Arborea thing. Like I, I um like I could see Matt was really excited to play mm-hmm. it because he had bought it, and you know it had it's been really well received mm-hmm. by a lot of people. And I I really didn't want to play it, but I um but I also I had faith that with our group of people. Like we could have a really fun time with it, mm-hmm. and that like I'm like I'm aware enough that that it's so many people like Arborea that that like my first play maybe there's a rule wrong or mm-hmm. maybe the just the vibe wrong, wasn't, wrong, wrong vibe wrong vibe or wasn't the mood mm-hmm. but like maybe with like you know our this that group that night would be great um, and so like I I think I I guess what I'm trying to say is like there is something to be said about like sometimes saying like if you've got like the right crew mm-hmm. it almost doesn't matter which game you play 100 100 percent. but that being said i don't know if that's an answer to what i'm asking like well, i don't think like if someone says like what's like in my mind i still there are gonna be times where mm-hmm. you don't have the right crew mm-hmm. sure like you don't always have the right crew and so it's still like if someone says like what how do we choose i'm gonna say it doesn't matter what we play because we like we're so great well, which will come to my second point like first of all i'm a person who says pick something because we're we're here together and we're friends. Yeah. Uh, you can have that. Uh, you can have that either uh, transition over and like like uh, you picked last time. Now it's this person, which is fine. You can have someone who tends to be the per- the leader of the group. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if people want to use that word, but leader of the group. If you choose leader, the leader should be good though. They should be curating exactly. They sh- it should they should be able to see like here is. Here is what the vibe of the group is right now, and mm-hmm. this fits that vibe. Even though some people may be resistant towards it, this is the vibe. As opposed to, I can put this game out and I can just cruise director fun push everyone because the fun right. push almost never works. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's tricky because I feel like when there have been times where we just like sit down and like no one wants to be. Yeah, domineering and, yep. and that no one wants to be the domineering one no one wants to be the one that like puts their neck out on the line 
because they want everyone actually wants to be respectful and sure. they want they don't want to be the one that says it's going to be like this then what happens is there's a well we could play this one and like yeah we could play that i mean i'm not interested in that game whatsoever but we could yeah let's play it let's play it let's play it. like that happens all the time yeah you can and then drown. It's like, well you're not interested in it so then we won't play that one mm. no 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 play it play it play it I mean, I've, I've purchased, I've been the one who's been, sure. I've been the one who's been like the polite one who's like, no, I'm not. I would say, I, this is what, this is a common thing. You know what? I would play that. I would not say it's like the thing I'm most excited about, but I would totally play mm-hmm. that. And you know, when people say that, you say, okay, well, we're not going to play like, that like, one, but like, you're not being honest that you don't want to play like, it. Everyone can't do that because your game group can drown in politeness. <laughs> right. I have actually gotten to a place in life where if I say, not my number one choice, but I will totally play it. I'm actually very mm-hmm. sincere. That's me. Sure. That's me letting you know, like, if you're trying to assemble what where the excitement levels are, I will play it. Like, let's play it. No problem. But, like, there was a period of time when I would mm-hmm. say that, and I what it really meant was, like, I do not want to touch that whatsoever. Sure. Like, get that out of me. But now I mean it when I say, mm-hmm. like, like, medium excitement, but, like, totally will play it if that's what everyone wants. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm down for that. But, like, I feel like what happens is, when games are chosen democratically, that happens. But then on the other hand, like if you walk into a game night and someone's already set up the game and so you don't even get a choice, that's also kind of like not great. Like my belief is, I mean, I, I agree with that completely. I, my belief is people want to be heard. So the, the, you you want your voice to be like, oh, here's, here is what I think. And I think if people are heard and even if it doesn't go their way, if they are, if they feel like they're being heard, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's when it's when like example versus after example, 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 where the evidence shows that you're not being heard. Right. I think I think that's where it becomes problematic. And that's why it requires someone, wh- whoever you choose, whether uh, whether it be a person or a, a dem- you know a, a a rotating baton or whatever I mm-hmm. <laughs> game baton, uh, like. That person has the responsibility of picking what they think is best for the group, not what they want to play. That's right. that, that's the difference. The difference, like oh, I want to play Fresh Fish. You know, I, I I love Fresh Fish, Ben. I would never choose to play Fresh Fish with you. I would never even offer that. Even we have a five player, it goes like, oh, what five players can we play? And I go, well, I would like to play Fresh Fish. I wouldn't. It, that would never happen because I know that you have such strong feelings about it. I actually don't have strong feelings about Fresh Fish. Believe it or not, I don't have because I only played it once many years ago, and I thought it was fine. I'm totally open to playing it again. I, my only my my feelings about Fresh Fish is just that it's like. It just always hits the table over and over and over again. And whereas then we, and, then we, and then we sit here and say, oh, gosh, I wish we had more plays of Horses Carriage, you know. And right. I'm just saying. And like it, sure, and sure. that could be a stand in for many games. It's not this is not me coming for Tom or anything. Because Tom is a big advocate for the game. So like I have nothing against now. Now I'm trying to put the fresh fish on your 10 by 10. <laughs> yeah. But it's more it's more just like. How about Tribune then? Well, I mean, Tribune, I, I don't love Tribune. <laughs> I don't love Tribune. I don't think it's a terrible game. I just don't love so, it. So as as that, you know, I would not, you know, if, right. I, if, if I had the, if, if the the game baton, you know, I would never go like, oh, we could play Tribune. Is it, you know, it, it, I, would, I would never do that because I wouldn't put you in that situation because right. you're, you're already sacrificing a little bit. Like, if, especially you may not get the best of it, but it's my responsibility to show you that you are being considered. However, if you really want to play a Tribune and you said, guys, I have a request to make. 
I know this game has come to the table more than others, mm-hmm. whatever. But honestly, I would love to play Tribune tonight. I've been thinking about it all day. Would you guys mind if we played Tribune? I would be okay with that because like, I feel like in a, in a situation sure. by saying that you're saying you're shifting the the question. I understand uh-huh. that I'm I'm pulling like I'm pulling out something. I'm pulling a card, I, right? and I'm I am now like whatever input you wanted to mm-hmm. make. I'm sort of overriding it, but I'm asking for your permission, which mm-hmm. in turn shows like a certain degree of care. Mm-hmm. For other people's feelings, sure. right? You're not being disregarded. You are, in fact, you are being primarily considered. Yeah. Uh, because, like, oh, this is a strong consideration. I would like still, I want to voice what I, I want. I understand you don't love this game. I kind of want to have a selfish moment. And again, this is, even though we're talking about Tribune, this is not about Tom. This is just like, because <laughs> it sort of sounds like it, but it's not. It's just about in general, right? Like, sure. say, like, guys, I just have been really wanting to get this to the table. Mm-hmm. Could you, like, this would be, like, this would mean a lot to me. Or I feel like this would be a really good group for this. I feel like if like a sincere plea like that would actually be mm-hmm. really good, but I think that like there's part there's I, it is about having like your being heard. Yeah, no, like like it, it, I think there is a sometimes there can be this like I won't say bullishness, but like uh, like a sternness where you go like, hey, we should we we should just pick things. We can do this, and we can all be uh adults about this right but, like you use the word and, and, and in my mind it's like oh i don't think a lot of people be okay with this and you go like a sincere plea like i think a lot of people wouldn't want to hear that use that word but in truth that's what it really is it's just being emotionally honest and veil uh and vulnerable mm-hmm. to going like what you want like like I, what i hate is when people have what they want and they don't say anything about it, and yeah. then they're all passive aggressive about it. And then I'm like, like, Jesus Christ! Is that, like, I would not, I would not know anything about that. <laughs> you would not know anything about that. No, I'm going like, you know, I would play. Like, I, I think I'm pretty flexible. There, there are few games that I would go like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to play this game. In fact, I can't even think of a game where, where that is. But if, if you wanted to play a game, I didn't want to play. And you didn't express it, and now you're huff, you're you're ruining the the vibe. Mm-hmm. No good. No good. No no good. Like like remember oh, like you that know, makes like, me mad. Like you're here. And like I hate, I hate here it is Paul's putting his button again. Like you're here to make memories, and I don't want my memory to be like you're being a little bitch. <laughs> That's not the memory I want. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and and the thing is, it's like uh, saying sincerely what you want to play. Mm-hmm. That is good, and you know it shows care. You're paying attention to people's voices, et cetera, et cetera. But like, it still doesn't. I don't know if that still answers the question of like, like, should it be a democratic process? Should it be a? I, I should think- it be a? Should there be more leadership in it that someone someone takes a leader? Or the other way is come up with a system where therefore you can remove the voice as much as possible. Right. So someone on our discord said, Oh, I was in a group for the longest time where we just rotated whose pick it was. And like on one night, it's so-and-so's night. Another night, it's so-and-so's. Another night, it's so-and-so's. And that way, if there's no like, like, Oh, my voice isn't being heard. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's not my voice's turn yet. Like, Which feels on the, it feels on the surface like that. That would be a great fix. Like, I feel like there also will probably be problems with that too. I, I feel like, like, I think what government, style is better and you know people say democracy or dictatorship or blah blah like in the answer it depends 
Mm-hmm. It depends on the group. And actually, it really depends on the style. Like sometimes, like you want things to happen fast. You know what you don't do when you have, have when everyone have a have a vote. Everyone pleads their case. Everyone they need, that if you need something fast, if aliens are attacking, you want someone to go like do this. Mm-hmm. I get it. And, and sometimes, like you know, you want some long consideration. Uh, our group specifically, it ebbs and flows. Sometimes people go like, I want to play this. This is the new game I just got. I'm really excited to play it. Can we play it? Boom, we play in that game. Right. Other times we go we go in like you know what. What's the, I don't know. We don't have anything new. We don't have, you know, anyone feeling like, ah. And everyone is basically going, I want to hang out with you guys and have fun, but I don't want to play that game, you know? Right. And that can be a quagmire, but, like, you you just vote, mm-hmm. and that tends to be okay as well. It, so it all changes. So when you say which is the best way, it really is a vibe, in my opinion, it's really a vibe of your group. Some people would be very, some groups would be very happy with the, it's this person's turn. It's this person's turn. It's this person's right. turn. And let's not think about it at all. Let's just play. The advantage of our group is like we're kind of optimized theoretically to maximize the vibe. Right. As opposed to like, you know, oh, hey, it's Dimitri's turn. We're playing Teach You. Right. Eat it. Well, well but that, and by the <laughs> way, that brings out one of like, I think the drawbacks of that method is that like, if it's Dimitri's turn, it's going to be Teach You, people will say, oh, it's Dimitri's turn tonight. I think I'm not going to go. I know. And then all of a sudden, you're on your night. People don't show up, and then you can't play the game you want to play, or something like that. So it's not like it's that's not a perfect method either. And then what happens if you got two tables going? So then like, okay, so who picked last? Well, two people got to pick, and like, like there are definitely like, like um, tricky elements yeah, to that. It's relationship. Uh, is the dynamics of a relationship like <laughs> you're you're like if you're in a game group that you've played for years, like we've we've been playing for decades in some cases like you know you're no longer really one person you're in a relationship with all these people so you have to view it like a relationship and sometimes you're going to have to compromise Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're going to get what you want right uh and when uh, it happens all the time when someone gets more of what they want people resent it yeah Like there's some people who get their games to the table over and over and over again. And if some people don't get enough of what they want, they resent it. So mm-hmm. this is where, like, it's a real ecosystem. Like, you know, I really, uh, like, and I know this is not everyone's cup of tea. I, I think I think a lot of people just go, like, I just want to sit and play a game. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And if you have that relationship with your friends, congratulations, you should keep that. Yeah. If it's simple and fast and efficient and you just sit down and you guys can all agree to play, oh, my God, well done. Yeah. Well done. But that's not every game group. Yeah, I, I think it's it's really hard. You know, a method that I really enjoyed that we've done before is like the dice method, where actually people just present nominees, mm-hmm. and you get six nominees six, uh, of games that we mm-hmm. can play tonight, and we assign each one a number. And we, I think the way we did it was that we, well, we've done it in two ways. One is roll the dice, and whatever the die is, that's the game we play. Mm-hmm. Or we've done like elimination style, <laughs> sure. right? And that was actually really good too, because you feel like you have a voice because you have a nominee. Mm-hmm. And you say, like, this is what I like to play. But, but actually, chooses. it's fate chooses. <laughs> and you know it's like you were not being shot down be- because someone else advocated mm-hmm. better. Or people just didn't care about your choice. Or someone was being domineering. Or someone had a pity party. Your choice didn't get picked because, because that's God, the way God didn't want, God didn't the way want you to have it. Which I've, I found that that was actually... And, that was actually really good because it removes like the self out of it. And you can mm. just play the game without feeling like 
geez, like I remember like I famously was when we did play coffee traders in October, I was like, really like, I was really flummoxed about it because I had wanted to play. I don't even remember what game I wanted to play, but I had suggested like two or three games that had been deep on my mm -hmm. shelf of shame that I thought would be really fun. And then out of nowhere, coffee traders came into the discussion and that was just it. And I was so mad. I was so <laughs> mad because we're just like, Oh, out of nowhere. I was like, I've had this game since 2018 trying to get at the table. Now I'm nowhere. All of a sudden let me have coffee traders. And I love coffee traders. It's such a fun game. It was such a great group of people. It was a fun time. I could not get it out of my head about how my choices were just like brushed aside so quickly. And I talked to my therapist about it and it's like, he was like, well, did you, it's basically like, did you say something? I was like, no. And it's like, you know, it's like, ultimately I just want someone to say, Ben, you know what? I realized that you really wanted to play these games and thank you for, sorry, like, thank you for playing this game, just even though you mm -hmm. want to play those other games. But like, if you don't say anything, no one's going to say that to you, right? Like, why would someone say that to you? So that, <laughs> no, but that's the way life is. Like, like, you know, it's like, well, you know, you sit there and you have like a pity party. Like I had a pity party for myself. Uh -huh. And like, I could have just not had a pity party and I could have just had fun and I could have just said, I don't know what I could have said, but I, I could have just like, just, I could have either said, guys, could we just play this game? Mm -hmm. Cause I really want to play it. But instead I had a pity party and then I didn't get to play the game I wanted to play. And instead I felt bad and I ruined my entire night just because I w didn't verbalize what I really wanted to do. I, I hear you. Uh so the point, the point is, why did I go down this talk about therapy? The point is that like, there's a lot of, I think, emotional stuff mm -hmm. that goes into a game. And I think that like, it's really important to advocate for yourself because otherwise you just, you do wind up like ruining yeah. your own time. Yeah. No, I, I think the way that I would describe it to, to like boil it down would be, be as forthright as your game group allows. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like Dimitri cannot say, teach you, teach you, teach you all the time anymore. He can't. Right. Uh, because like you know uh we ignore him yeah <laughs> but like as forthright as as you can be and you know and just say hey here's what i want to play you know like you're great like sometimes that might mean that you you can't say it at all at which point maybe find another game group yeah you know like that that, that that's there's certain games i know that i can't really bring to the table sure. or a lot of times you know i still bring games to game nights but i've like i've way decreased the amount of games i bring to game mm -hmm. night because i know that the act of bringing them gives me false hope sort of subconsciously that i'll get to play them and you you're not ever guaranteed and like you can set yourself up for like disappointment so like let me go into it open-minded like okay let's just play a game and like i'm not going to bring my expectations into it yeah well, i mean it's you know? all it's, which is kind of like a messed up thing like oh it's our game group i'm not gonna bring games to our game group <laughs> i think if you're in a relationship with people for in the decade type thing like i think it's bound to get messy yeah but then again it's not like i don't bring games yeah no yeah. i brought marrakesh i brought manhattan yeah. project so i guess it's more like an ebb and flow like you mm -hmm. you advocate for your i think it's all about advocating for yourself but also know when you've been constantly advocating and like seeding the floor yeah like you you have to know when to hold them but you also have to know when to show them or fold them or fold them i don't know but never count your money while you're sitting at the table <laughs> the point is i advocate for the i think the dice method is a really strong one i think the downside for the dice method is that like if you've now if four weeks in a row and you haven't been able to play your game because the dice haven't worked out and, and what if it's the other way well if someone's uh four weeks in a row they get their pick like you know like 
the swings of fate are, are, are cruel. Well, maybe <laughs> it's maybe it's that like after three, if you get like three, three wins in a row, row, three three in a row, you're like you sit on uh, on a Viking ship, uh, or like you get like a, or maybe you use two dice so that way you have like a tan rule. So like you get the number that's like two <laughs> or twelve. Like you, uh, I, I've learned a while ago that you can't legislate good behavior. Yeah, there's no way to. That's right. You can't do that. You, you, all you can do is like, you have to trust that people are going to be cool. Well, it, just, it kind of <laughs> reminds me. This is this is actually why I've said it a million times. Why I don't love board games uh-huh. where uh, where it feels like they're trying to emulate a video game yeah. because they have to constantly layer in all sorts of rules yeah. to keep the experience proper. And that's like what we're talking about here. Like, well, okay, if we do the dice method, dice method is great. Yeah. But if someone's getting yeah. it too much, then we have to add um, a rule that says. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have it, th- if you've won three times in a row, then you, then you can't be out. But that's like, but you don't want to take away their voice. So how about another rule that if you get three times in a row, you get a lesser number, which means that we should actually add more numbers. So now we have more numbers. So we never change the probabilities, but if you get it five times in a row, so like, yeah, no, the, 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 the secret is just be cool, man. Sometimes, don't you be know, uncool. Yeah, don't be uncool. Those, those, those are the, those are the guidelines. Let's see if we can actually follow them. I I don't know. I, I'm fascinated. I want to hear what people say. Definitely like speak on our um like if 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 you if anyone has a foolproof method, please share. Please. That it's just not for us. Like I think there'll be people who will go like, oh my God, thank goodness for this foolproof method. Yeah. And I think also like maybe maybe another thing is if someone says, you know what, I played this game and I had a really bad time with it. We just you just take it out. Yeah, ta- or, or just believe them. Believe him. <laughs> Believe him. And but if someone says I had a bad time with it, mm-hmm. but I I'd be I'd like to try it again. Believe him. Believe him. Yeah. Yeah. Like just take everything at face value sometimes. Yeah. And if you don't want to play something, just say I don't want to play that. No, no more teach you. <laughs> I don't know. I I think we have solved absolutely like zero things with this podcast. I don't know if we. I think we're in the exact same place that we started. I feel like we've. It's like Zen though. It's like it's like. I, it feels like we've arrived at something, but like we all know this going into it, yeah, and like, we're going to make the same mistake. We're going to have the same discussions and the same spinning of our wheels. Yeah, and and uh, and and here we're it's it's uh, the cyclic nature of time. <laughs> but this is why I love game night because all these things, interpersonal relationships, interpersonal yeah. discussions, and how we treat each other, and how we respect each other, and how we like when we use our voices or not mm-hmm. use our voices, like they all come to the fore right away. As I say, like, you know, I don't actually play any game. All I'm doing is playing game night. That's all yeah. I'm doing. And by the way, another reason, sorry, I'm, I, we're <laughs> wrapping this up, but like, you know, it occurred to me, like another reason why I volunteered to step back uh, when there was the discussion about, mm-hmm. oh, blood zones is only uh-huh. good at this. Yeah. was also because I just, I was like, I could see that like people wanted to play it and like i just didn't want to have a i just didn't want to like travel somewhere mm-hmm. to go and then have a whole discussion about like well i want to play it but it's not good at this player account and i'm just like play it just play it either play it or don't play it right <laughs> and um i'm glad we did yeah me I'm, too. I'm really really I glad we time. did because i think that like it was like a good reminder that like sometimes who cares about player account we can just all have like a super fun time with if the, yeah. t- if the vibe is right you know yeah no word so word wow we're great you know, you're a hero, Ben. I don't know if anyone's already told you that, but you're a hero. Not like a hero, but a hero. Well, tonight is uh, Tom's game night, so we'll see We'll see how this all pans out. Right. Wait, do we have any pledges before Tom's game night and experiments we want to do? Because they're not going to hear this until after the game night. Oh. Uh, 
a social experiment. Like, I'm going to say no to the first three games <gasps> just to see. But I'm going to be, I'm, I might be a jerk about it. My thing is that I want to play Marrakesh tonight. But I have, we've got Marrakesh at the table a bunch, haven't we? I probably, no, I, you know what? I can't do Marrakesh. I played Marrakesh last time I was at Tom's. My response is like, let's see what happens if we're jerks at the table. Like, like I was hanging out with Jake today and we're, I, we, I showed him the, the social network bit where, yeah. you know, uh, they go like, do I have your full attention? No. You know, <laughs> do I deserve it? I'm, I shouldn't lie, so no. <laughs> should we? Should we bring a game? I'm sorry, did no, I interrupt the rest of that? I was going to say that basically, uh, <laughs> the end of the, the scene is we are like, "Have I answered your condescending question?" <laughs> and so I, have, I, I had my wife go, "Okay, maybe the rest of the week, if I ask you a question, tag it with that. Like, have I answered your condescending <laughs> and see how what my reaction would be." Anyway, but, well, maybe we should. So, should we, as an experiment, bring a game and see? If we can get it to the table, like a game that will be hard to get to the table and see if we can get it to the table. Sure. But this is the exact opposite of what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, you know. This is like a whole thing about the, like. This is the dark side. Listen, use, you know, use your voice, respect people's voices. And I'm like, what can we force on people? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, guys. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll tell you next time. Yeah, it was, a fun, it was fun to think about it. Fun to think about how we could, how we could do it. But we'll see. Yep. TBD. Well, Paul, this was so fun. Thanks for thanks for doing a Friday afternoon podcast with me. No worries, man. Great, great to have you, Ben. <laughs> it's great to be had. Um, all right, let's wrap it up. You've been listening to Game Brain, produced and edited by Matthew Robinson, Tom Donnelly, Trey Alsop, and Ben Mandelker. Music and graphics by Edamar Peleg. To find out more about him, check out Kurbulo, at Kurbuloni on Instagram, or go check out his website. The, the music is by Daedalus, by the way. Music is by Daedalus. <laughs> I'm doing this by memory as best I can. <laughs> go listen to Daedalus. And go find some games with friends or find some friends with games. Ow.